Hello everyone and welcome to 100years.in. My name is Amar Kulkarni and I bring you this podcast where I share stories and interviews with people across India. What is special? On each episode, you will get to hear my guests sharing their vision, imagination and wish list about the India that wakes up on 15th of August 2047 to celebrate 100 years of freedom and independence. I hope you have fun listening. Once upon a time in a place far from Mumbai lived a person named Anu. She grew up in a busy household in Bhubaneswar, Odisha. A very different life compared to the life Anu now lives in Mumbai. She liked sipping her morning coffee all by herself while she'd go back to bittersweet memories of growing up in Bhubaneswar. Her friends, little things that happened at school, her cycle, of her mother singing while doing chores, of her father standing in front of the mirror looking at himself intently as he got ready for meetings and events. And like many doting daughters, Anu stood by her father as he would be getting ready. You must always be a good student, Anu, he said as he would check himself out a dozen times before being convinced he was good. The collar, the belt, the watch, the look, all good. She always heard him say it. In fact, everyone around always had so much to say. You know, if you were a girl growing up in a joint family in Odisha in India in the early 90s, you would know. You would always be told a lot of things, how to sit, what to eat, how to talk, what to wear. And Anu was no different going through that experience. She always noticed how her house was a large frame of artwork filled with many tiny details. The old photographs on the wall, the sun rays filtering through the window pane the broken furniture loved but never fixed the mesmerizing smell emanating from a mixture of incense ghee bhog flowers carried around to every nook and corner of the house by smoke from burning wood even as a child anu wondered you must always be a good student what does it mean sorting her books back in place in a beige canvas bag she kept wondering till she got distracted by the smell of new books in the bag new books with brown paper covers the kinds you only see when school starts a tin compass box that would keep secrets till the end of the year new pencils to sharpen that synthetic fragrance of an unused eraser academic grades never seemed to be a problem for anu Hence the obvious journey singing songs through school into studying science at early college and then engineering You know, a path that many millions took before the millennium ended and many continue to even two decades after the millennium ended. But Anu wasn't looking for a profession. She was searching for a voice. What did Papa mean, always be a good student? Perhaps he meant I must scale the heights of academic excellence. But at some point I will have to get out and work. And all I really want to do is be independent. Amidst all this noise, I just want to find my voice. How do I do that? How do I do that? And so she set out to find her voice. And her voice was loudest through the pictures she clicked. Pursuing photography wasn't an easy start. 
wanting to be director of photography she tried schools like FTII and SRFTII year after year for three consecutive years but it wasn't meant to be and so she decided to do what her papa said be a good student and so anu started working behind the scenes on film sets trying to learn from everything that was going on out there and one film led to another and the journey began and it continues to she loved the first film she did and she continued loving every bit of work she did and as time ticks by it's 6 years through the film industry and now she's worked with many many great successes one morning with her mug of coffee in her hand she stared at the sheer white curtains and she thought about the biggest lessons life taught her her parents death taught her much that shapes her positivity in everyday life she thought of how it taught her empathy which was never easy to practice but so important in everything she rarely lied to herself her parents untimely passing taught her to think and feel things that otherwise society suggests you to hide or ignore it taught her that depression is real it taught her that you never know grief until you feel it yourself it taught her that being numb also is a feeling it taught her to be vocal about her mental health it made her think that she was nothing without her negative and dark side and had it not been for all of that she would have never really learned about the positive and the bright side she had learned that had it not been for all of this she'd never have understood how to be a better human being she's learning so well papa would be proud she's always being a good student and that my friends is the story so far of anu patnaik from odisha hello everyone and now what we're going to do is we're going to have a conversation with the beautiful protagonist anu patnaik herself who is joining me all the way from bhubaneswar uh, in odisha in india um, hello anu welcome to 100 years dot in Hi, hi, Amar, and hello, everyone. How's it going? Lockdown treating you well? Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, the initial part was kind of easy. Uh, I think uh, from now onwards, we all have started losing our minds. <laughs> so it's kind of on and off, on and off with all of us, right? We're now. all we're all going crazy and making podcasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a good thing. That's a good thing that you are doing. <laughs> so Anu is a photographer who's been working for the last 6 years in Bollywood and several other projects uh, that's something that she loves and as you already know a fair bit about her through the story that I narrated um is there something else that Anu wants to tell us about yourself how do you introduce yourself when people ask you what do you do Anu Oh uh, the easiest line for me would to say that I'm a photographer Yeah. Uh, but yeah, internally, like in my head, I'm telling myself, "Anu, you're an artist. You're an artist. You're an artist." <laughs> I just don't see myself in any other way. So yeah, that's <laughs> that's very brief, and that's what which I feel. Which I think is true. Also, I know that about you. So yeah, that's awesome. Uh, thank you so much for giving us time uh, to to join in on this podcast. And I'm going to go straight into the questions. We are going to talk about uh, what you imagine India to be on the 15th of August, 2047, when we wake up to celebrate a hundred years of uh, freedom. And uh, I, we all yeah. are curious to know 
several things. But the first question I really want to start off with is, what does India mean to you? Uh, India, if, if I had to describe India in my words, then I would say that it's a country of saturated colors. By saturation, I mean the diversity, the rich culture and mixture, the coexistency, co-dependency of so many things uh, like languages. Um, we know that there are almost 19,000 known languages from yeah. India. Yeah. And each community offering its own beauty and authenticity. And by colors, I mean the things which are um, originated from India, like uh, yoga, chess, uh, basmati rice, which is weird. I don't know if the world <laughs> eats basmati rice, but yeah, they do export it. And um, Sanskrit, uh, Vedas, Ayurveda. Fiber optics, plastic surgery, Kama yeah. Sutra, binary system that is yeah. widely being used in our digital world. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a fascinating country and it's weirdly wise and stupid at the same time. <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. what you say. I love what you say. And I think it's true. The, the, I, I love the, uh, the approach you take in terms of color. Uh, it, it truly is a colorful nation, literally also, and, and metaphorically also. There's just so much uh, truth to what you say. It's beautiful. I love, like, I really love what you said. So, let's move on. The next question is the, the main one. On the morning of 15th August 2047, what India do you imagine? Morning of 15th August uh, 2047. Uh, okay, that I would imagine in India with an older version of me. I don't know why did I come up with that. It would just break a lot of hearts with you know me having knee problems and joint problems. Yeah. On a serious note, uh, India, uh, I would imagine it to be uh, free, uh, like in all of its true senses, you know, uh, like we talk about freedom a lot, but we are not a free country. Uh, I imagine India to be more acceptable and welcoming of new visions and ideas and imaginations, possibilities from younger generation and um, humanity taking over all these stupid fights and clashes uh, that happened because of caste, color, religion, so many other things. Mm -hmm. And uh, and definitely where women will be more safe mm -hmm. and uh, they'll be more evolving as a gender. Mm -hmm. And talking about gender, I also would like to see an India who would be acceptable of all the other genders which mm -hmm. we uh, don't talk about, which we don't, uh, which the schools don't teach us, which the families uh, don't talk about. Mm -hmm. So it's a very uh, funny, silly example. I was talking to my aunt yesterday and um, she just, um, uh, the funny uh, like idea she had mm -hmm. about Karan Johar being gay was mm -hmm. uh, Oh, you know, he's just a characterless man. Ah. I was like, hello, <laughs> being gay is not being characterless. Yes. You uh, think because that is out of your limitation and your thinking process. That doesn't right. mean that man has gone out of his uh, way to uh, explore something. It's right. who right. he really is. Yeah. So yeah, India has to be more acceptable of all these things that we don't talk about. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. What What do you and think will there, be the biggest yeah. change? So sorry, I let you finish. You You still had some more to add. No, no, no. I was just adding two more lines that the like every gender should feel more um um uh, like like they don't have to hide anymore. You know, <laughs> they should mm-hmm. have the ability to come out to their family and friends. That's mm-hmm. it. So I think a, a lot of a lot of what you're saying is uh, resonant with acceptance and inclusiveness, which which has yeah. always, in my opinion, has always been uh, one of the things that India has been appreciated for. You know, in terms of diversity of different uh, languages mm-hmm. and and cultures, and I think it, it sometimes is it beats us as to why are we not accepting uh, these things with gender when we are accepting culture. So I think yeah, uh, that's a great imagination uh, to have. Uh, for India, it's beautiful, yeah, beautiful. What do you think will be the biggest change, though? Do you think that what do you think will be really different from what we see today? I don't know. I mean, uh, if you want to, like, imagination is something that you are not. Um, it's limitless, right? Mm-hmm. You can just imagine whatever you want to be. Mm-hmm. So I won't really uh, see India as uh, this. Uh, financially independent country financially independent uh, i don't know wow. Wow. yeah i don't know if that will happen though mm-hmm. uh, given the situation we are in mm-hmm. uh, i don't want to sound uh, political or anything or judgmental but mm-hmm. yeah it's very uh, i can't really frame uh, the india mm-hmm. because every year uh, a lot of changes happen and uh, the biggest change will be I don't know. I think it will be a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, that's also an interesting way to look at it. And saying we'll just wait and watch. <laughs> but if there's something yeah. that you wish for something to happen, what do you think must happen? Must happen is uh, I don't know. I mean, being a woman, I think patriarchy should not be there. Fantastic. Um, yeah that's the only thing that i'm concerned about because uh, i come from a conservative family and i have faced a lot of issues growing up and i had to i was not a rebel rebel but i had to uh, keep my points and logics all the time and when i would ask people for logics and explanations they would not come up with uh, things to you know right. really convince me Right. So I would want India to be more logical and more practical mm-hmm. uh, in future, mm-hmm. in whatever they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we are still uh, an emotional country. You know, we have a lot of emotional values attached to a lot of mm-hmm. things. But mm-hmm. I would want it to be a practical country. Beautiful. It's a very interesting point that you just said. That we we you see India as an emotional country, and and. And somehow i i never paid attention to that word uh, if if anyone's used that before but it, it's a wonderful point to make to say you know we are an emotional nation uh, which can sometimes be a good thing but can sometimes be a bad thing as you just expressed yeah it's but actually deep rooted it's deep rooted yeah yeah. yeah yeah it is and and what you said is so true that patriarchy if you think that there's something that you wish for strongly that must change uh, in about 25 years from now it certainly is patriarchy in your opinion but what do you think will be the biggest challenge uh, for that to happen 
it's you know, yeah. it was portrayed in such a way that it means uh, the anti of being married is to die alone <laughs> which is not really true you know yeah and uh, this so the, so the the whole education system has to change mm-hmm. uh starting from your family and schools and colleges and everywhere where they ask you to explore and see for example if you ask a, a child to draw something Mm. uh you're just offering him a blank paper right mm. so let him be you don't you don't have to put limitations every mm. time saying that you know oh you can only choose these two colors or oh, you mm. can only draw this mm. and uh, that is how a child learns you always present them with blank pages so mm. that they reshape it and they recolor it or whatever they want to do with it Uh, don't just give a limited uh, piece of thing and information and uh, hmm. to always teach the kids that you know sky is the limit and then you do the opposite when hmm. the child is ready to touch the sky you're like no 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 it's a lot high here man chalo so should not be there i get what you're saying they use hope instead of fear i think that's a, that's a very important point yeah and i think it's and that will only come from the practical approach to educational system mhm mm-hmm. interesting point the practical approach to educational system that's so true great wonderful i have one last question before we close what one okay. thing are you willing to start today that will add up to change in the next 25 years what one thing do you sign up for today uh like i said uh um, so i am very adamant about this thing that i don't want to raise any children i don't want to bring children into this world mm-hmm. uh what i have with me is um, probably in the future my nieces and nephews that i'll have i'll mm-hmm. teach them whatever uh, things i believe in so that they grow up to be different human beings mm-hmm. ंग फैब्रिक Uh, you also wish for yes. india to be economically stronger and independent uh, you also have a very very strong wish for patriarchy to have gone out of the spectrum and something that we speak of as old stories and you do have yes. belief that people can make it possible but you also agree that the challenges are going to be to change the mindset of people and uh, mm. i love the point you made that we must use hope instead of fear 
to make our next generation more positive in their approach towards whatever they want to do so a bunch of wonderful ideas and i really really thank you anu for uh, taking your time out to think about this and agreeing to do this with us so uh, thanks once again uh, you stay safe wherever you are yeah. and we look forward yeah. to seeing a lot of your work ahead in the future thank you thank you and i thank wish you. everyone good health and uh, yeah more positivity in future Super. Thank you so, so much, so much, Anupat Naik from Odisha, Bhubaneswar. Uh, also, of course, living in Bombay just before the lockdown, and do check out all her work um, on her social media. And uh, we'll see you again in the next episode. Until then, all of you take good care. It's a goodbye from Amar here in Pune and Anu in Bhubaneswar. Thank you once again, Anu. Have a nice day ahead. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Very well then, that was the story and the conversation on the episode today. You've been listening to Amar Kulkarni. This podcast is called 100years.in. It's brought to you by Radio Room Podcasts. And follow us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. Look for Radio Room Podcasts. Stay tuned for our next episode where I bring you more guests from all over the country. Until then, you take good care of yourself and take care of everyone around you. Bye-bye.